Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in everyday life. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Today, we have Pastor David, Pastor Bob. Howdy. And I'm Liz. And we are going to be fellowshipping today. We're going to wow. talk about yeah. fellowship. Is there any food? Right. <laughs> I have coffee. Okay. Uh, we can all share. We can all share. Uh, okay. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. We can all get sick together. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, for those of you who may not know, the name of our church is actually Word of Life Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Did you know that? Did you wow. know that the, the F on the end stood for? That's what that is. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Epiphany. Mm-hmm. Learned yes. something new after 50 years. I finally realized. Praise what that the is. Lord for this podcast. <laughs> you wow. finally learned. Yeah. Word of Life Fellowship. Fellowship. Yes. <laughs> I thought so, it was that. <laughs> and there's a reason why that's on there. It's very important. Yeah, yeah. We believe that it's actually essential to the church to be in fellowship together. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to talk about what that means a mm. bit today. So. Since you guys are both great scholars, scholars of the word, scholars, you can tell me what is biblical fellowship. Do I get to go first here? Is that it? Yes, yes. because in fellowship, I yield to you. Oh, I was yielding honor. back to you. I I prefer you. Oh wow, that's true. It's like you have the mind of Jesus. Oh, yes, my it's gosh. so good. Huh? You're seeing fellowship here. We yeah okay. We, <laughs> Well, someone go you're, first. You're actually seeing demonstrated <laughs> biblical fellowship, not just spoken mm-hmm. about. So wow. Wow. Well, what I love about fellowship in the Bible is the promise for the cleansing that comes from it. Yes. That's you know what, what I, mean? I asked you. <laughs> what is what it? did you ask me? What is it? <laughs> we'll get to what it does later. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just can't get away from that. It's I so know. Good, it is that good. Part. There's That's so many like good really things about good, fellowship. That part. <laughs> But what is it? Yeah. Is that you just want to know what fellowship is? I just want to know is? what oh, it is. Well, that's easy. Okay. That's just friendship with each other and and sharing with each other oh. and uh, pouring into each other. Okay. I mean, the word has uh, you know its roots in a lot of different things like that. But mm-hmm. there's uh, a giving that comes with fellowship. Um, there's you know the whole konania thing oh, and all konania. that. You know, big, big, big. Um, you know, Greek. Well, actually, I thought it was a New York word, but it's like because <laughs> <laughs> I used to eat at a place, a joint called Konania. Mamma mia! Mamma mia and Konania, all in Konania. Well, we're fellowshipping here, so okay. yes, I, I would say it's all of those things. Conan, okay. I mean, so fellowship has got a lot of. Uh, I mean, for uh, biblically, what it means, what it's supposed to mean is yeah. it's. Uh, I liked when you used the word essential. Because I actually believe it is one of the essential things, you know, Um, and and, uh, I think we can forget that. Mm -hmm. You know what happens when you forget essential things? Essentially, everything goes bad. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was good, huh? That was good. You can write that one down. Tweet that somewhere. I don't know how you do that. Pastor David, give us your thoughts on what fellowship is. Well, it's participation in a joint cause, right? Mm -hmm. So... uh, we are sharing in Christ. We're sharing in him. He's the glue of our fellowship. We're like spokes of the wheel. He's the hub, mm-hmm. right? And so he's the one that binds us together. So we're united to participate and to share in one uh, one community, one communion. Like we have a something that's beyond like personal likings or, or preferences of someone or shared hobbies or shared interests. We actually have a uniting force, a uniting person uh, that's drawing us together. And so um, it's even the same in the Godhead. 
the Godhead is a fellowship, Mm -hmm. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They are relationship. God is relationship. Mm -hmm. They are communion. They are fellowship. There's an inner Trinitarian fellowship. And we are actually entering into their fellowship biblically. Mm -hmm. So biblically, fellowship is entering the life of God, which is a life of fellowship and sharing everything with one another. So to me, that's mind boggling. I'm pretty sure I don't understand that. (laughs) I'm positive. Because because (laughs) it would completely, if I did understand it, it would completely change everything about how I see my life and other people. So I'm working on that with the Holy Spirit to try to understand deep in what fellowship is. Yeah. Yeah. If you understood that completely, you would probably glow more than you normally do. Yeah. I'd be like Moses. He didn't even know his face was shining beams. What's wrong with you guys? He got got fellowship. Look at me. I can't. I can't look. (laughs) (laughs) That's fellowship. So, okay, so you brought up this word, koinonia. Oh, no, koinonia. No, koinonia. (laughs) Koinonia. Do it like a New Yorker. Don't do it at all. (laughs) Which is, yeah, participation. It's a joining in together. It is communing together, yeah? Can you say it like a Greek person would? (laughs) How's it pronounced there? I don't know. I have to look it up. Okay. You have to see where the accent is. That's the whole thing about Greek. Oh, okay. Koinonia. Koinonia. Yeah, you, have Opa. Where, you, have see, you have to see where the accent is yeah. on the okay. green words. Okay. Yes. But, um, okay, so here's a question. Do we have fellowship with God or with people? <laughs> yeah. What? Yes. What? <laughs> yes, we do. In the words of Pastor Pat. <laughs> yes. Yes is yeah. the answer. <laughs> You okay. know, I knew there were, there were once nine people who had fellowship <laughs> to destroy one ring. Yeah, right. And that's how I'm I understand it. I was going to say it earlier, but I, above the rings I felt like I should. Right? I felt like I should put God before Lord of the Rings. Yes, but that is a good. That's it's a, a good thing, allegory yeah. of people who join together yeah. for one cause. It is that brought them together. People of all different walks of life. All different races. Amen. Amen. Preach <laughs> and it. Joined them together that to feels. rid the land of evil. Oof, I feel the Lord. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, what was your question? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just went into you know yeah. the whole rings thing, and I just I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> okay. So do what we have fellowship? With God. with God or with people? And the answer is. Uh, yeah, it is. Yes. It's yes. And it, there's a lot to that also okay. scripturally, obviously, with, you know, uh, Psalms 133, you know, how good it is, how pleasant for uh, you know, brethren to dwell together, you know, come together again in unity. There's like, there's fellowship. It's like there's a yeah. coming together. There's a pouring into one another. And there the blessing is. That's where the Lord, the anointing of the Lord comes down on his body on every yeah. person Amen. in his body um and and just to have fellowship with one another actually provokes the, because we know the lord it provokes him to jump in the fellowship mm-hmm. i guess is a good way to say it right. you know that's why you know a couple of us are gathered together in his name hey there he is. You guys at fellowship? He shows up. He shows up. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I just, I heard there was a party going on and so I'm like here, you know? Right. And, um, you know, and we're like, who brought him? No, <laughs> it's like he brought himself. But yeah. also, um, you know, ha- you know, having fellowship with the father and, and the son and the Holy Spirit, just the whole, the whole package. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fellowshipping 
Yeah. So the answer is yes. Okay. Uh, but it's a great yes, actually. It it's is. not. It's not like we just throw it out. Oh, fellowship. Oh, yeah, yeah. And for some people, they you know who knows listening to this. Some people may have different ideas of what fellowship it is mm -hmm. is, and maybe it's a very uh, specific thing with, between a couple of people only or something, mm -hmm. or maybe it's a big group or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, but I believe uh, I'm going to just get back to your essential uh, word because without it. Um, yeah. I think you're missing so much in God uh, and you're missing relationships with people that are um, critical to your walk mm -hmm. and to your life. Um, actually, even to your joy and your even maybe even happiness, uh, to your peace, uh, to your security, like all of these things I actually believe are some of the benefits of fellowship, yeah. um, knowing that you're you have people in your life that um, you care about and they care about you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's such a, a tremendous security in the, um, not like Christians should be insecure people running all over the planet. I don't believe that, but there's a solid heart security and mm -hmm. being connected with people that yeah. you, that you honor and you trust and, and they love you back and honor you back. There's, there's so much to that that makes you whole actually. And yeah. I believe that's the thing when it's that pouring out or pouring in, I believe without it, you're missing something mm -hmm. actually. And you, you nobody, you know, no man can be an Island. You know, it's like, yeah, you need each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love what you said about, um, that the, and like the Godhead is, is fellowship is relationship mm -hmm. and that is life. And that that's invitation true. into fellowship is an invitation into life <laughs> and that without it, Mm -hmm. There is no life. I mean, you, right. there can't be. And um, I heard this saying actually a couple times this week, but I don't know who <laughs> said it, but um, is that God invited you into a personal relationship with him, but not a private one, mm. meaning that you, mm -hmm. he invites you into, yes, absolutely personal relationship, but that it's meant to be shared. Right. between brothers and sisters. That's why, right, you know, right. like our father who is in heaven, there is a family, there is a belonging that happens yeah. and fellowship is an expression of that belonging. It's the mm -hmm. expression of um, not just having communication with each other, but communion mm -hmm. with each other. So I wanted to ask you guys, what does, so we're talking about this spiritual, um, scriptural concept of fellowship, being in communion with each other, being in, um, agreement right that's part of fellowship is that you've you're agreed you're walking the same way mm -hmm. um and that can be that's why fellowship with the lord is important because you're like you're coming into agreement with him and walking his direction the way he wants to the way he says to but what does it actually look like in real life to walk out this scriptural concept of fellowship hmm. well <laughs> you have to spend time with other people okay. people that love jesus you might have to initiate that. Mm. You will have to take responsibility and take steps where you're going to show up at a house of worship. You're going to connect yourself to that people. You're going to get to know those people. You're going to put yourself in situations where you're listening to them, where you're talking with them, you're understanding their heart. Um, you may have to, you know, figure out ways to hang out with them in other settings. You may have to open your home with hospitality, mm. seek to show hospitality. It says in Romans 12, mm -hmm. Not just, oh, I don't have a lot of fellowship in my life. You have to seek to show that and open yourself up. I think it requires a lot of vulnerability mm -hmm. um, if you're going to fellowship. You can spend time with people on surface level, but if you're not willing to open up the depths of who you are in God and what God's been showing you, you're not really going to fellowship. Mm 
Mm. You're not sharing in Christ. You might be sharing like we're in God's house. We're in a building that has a cross on it, but we're talking about fantasy football. And that's right. fine. That's great. That's friendship. That mm-hmm. that opens a door. But if you're not saying, man, I've really been struggling in this area. Or, man, like I really could use prayer in this region mm-hmm. of my life. Does this make sense? Like You have yeah. to be willing to, to unveil yourself in fellowship. You walk in the light. It's the first John 1 is the chapter on fellowship that I, I go back mm-hmm. to a lot. And it's mm-hmm. all about bringing yourself in the light. Mm-hmm. Not having darkness. Not having secrets. Being willing to um, to open yourself up the way God opened himself up. Mm. to us. Um, so practically it's just, you know, spending time with people and actually sharing the real you. Yeah. That's good. good. Yeah. I believe that also when we're in true fellowship, we actually put God on display at those times. Mm -hmm. Then people around us, including ourselves can actually see God, uh, presented, Mm -hmm. uh, in the flesh, how he, uh, uh, the care he has for us, demonstrated here um and like i said it's it's uh, really a celebration of him and putting him him on like putting the spotlight on him and and uh showing i mean showing people both christians and unbelievers what that what he's really like yeah you know by the relationship Mm -hmm. um by the care for one another Mm -hmm. and and that's those are intense things that are missing uh, for the most part in the world. And as the world grows more and more interesting and the love of many people start to grow colder and colder, um, it's going to be missing even more in our world. It's just not going to be there. I'm not saying completely gone because there are people who care for each other on a very natural level and all that. But when you actually go into fellowship with someone that you don't, you're not forced to because, (laughs) right? Because Mm -hmm. you're, you're, uh, in there, you know they're not in your natural family possibly but they're in your spiritual family when people start to see that i think that in you know it's a it's a dry it's a driving testimony to the goodness of god and it really does put his life on display yeah it's it's uh it's uh a good demonstration of him a great demonstration of mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. with one another Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I hear from you guys is that there's an intentionality about being in fellowship, that it's not just necessarily being in proximity to people, although right. that is required, right? If you're coming into fellowship, there is a physically yeah. being together in some way or a joining together in some um, way that happens. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying, you can be in a room full of people mm-hmm. and you can even be talking with them and not actually enter into fellowship right. because you're not, there's not a sharing one of another. There's not an exchange of the yeah. life of Christ that's yeah. happening between you. I think that is one of the biggest um, things about fellowship and especially in church communities is that we can think we're in fellowship mm-hmm. <laughs> and not be getting any life out of it. But we're eating a pasta casserole together. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's it. And that's well, like, yeah. I think what what you what we substitute is association for fellowship, oh, right? Yeah, rather than yeah, rather than the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why, you know, I, I know the word talks about if you want friends, you must show yourself friendly. We can put it on a very natural level or even worldly level. Oh, just be a friendly person. Huh? I get along with everybody, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But the reality there is there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. There, That kind of friendship, that kind of fellowship is intense in God. And it's um, yeah. when we show that, when we bring that to people in its uh, 
and we run the risk of fellowship, by the way, mm -hmm. run the risk of laying it out there. Mm -hmm. What you will find is there will be other friends that you'll find that are closer than the brother, and they will yeah. respond to that in kind. And you, you'll see the, the blood of Jesus actually mm -hmm. and the presence of God and, and Holy Spirit flowing in your fellowship. He will be, like I said, he gets interested in that, jumps in. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where, as I said earlier, all the cleansing happens and things yeah. like that. And so there's so many benefits to it that are just spectacular, actually. Mm -hmm. But it takes a giving. Yes. Right? If you only go to fellowship to get, and many people just go to church to get, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? They miss out on fellowship. As a matter of fact, fellowship for our church, we fellowship, we do the technical fellowship after church at a in our fellowship hall and we do it around food which i believe you know according to you know acts it's and also yeah. jesus was kind of a foodie yeah. he did a lot of fellowship <laughs> around that too right. it's it's it helps. it's it's a good thing it's yeah. not thing but there's actually a fellowship that happens in church too mm -hmm. in you know in service and there's a fellowship that happens outside you know that um but you have to bring to fellowship something mm -hmm. you can't just go to receive uh, or have somebody else provide for you mm -hmm. yeah. then you are you will not actually uh, encounter what real fellowship is mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's really a listening involved <clears throat> like if i'm willing to listen to somebody and hear what's actually going on with them i can fellowship with them i'll be able to enter into what they're suffering and what what they're rejoicing in what's mm -hmm. been on their mind lately um, if, but I have to intentionally do that. There, like you're saying, like you can associate with people, mm -hmm. but you don't open yourself up um, to share with them or to receive from them. Mm -hmm. So it is an exchange. You said mm -hmm. a giving and receiving, and you can you can intentionally do this. You can have fellowship with people that are the least like you of of anybody that you could ever meet. But if they're a Christian and you're willing to be real and listen to them, you will be able to fellowship with them. You'll be able to pray with them. That prayer really increases fellowship. Mm -hmm. You pray together with somebody, your hearts are going to bond in the spirit. You're going to participate in the spirit together. So by the Holy Spirit, it doesn't matter where you are, what culture, what language. Um, obviously, language is a little bit of a barrier, but like <laughs> if you're opening yourself up, you'll have mm -hmm. fellowship. Your brother mm -hmm. and sister with that person. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really important just as a discipline. If you want to grow in your fellowship, how well are you listening yeah. Well, I believe that what you said about prayer is uh, absolutely correct. And that is, I think when you pray with someone, there's an intimacy that's established there. Mm -hmm. You become very intimate with somebody you pray with and, uh, and because there's a connection, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I think we, you know, we just can't um, look at those things and fail to make the connection mm -hmm. of what's actually happening there. Yeah. 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 I do think... Um, that we can really easily enter into the form of fellowship and mm. miss the life in it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's how we've know we, that we've entered into religion, right? Because there's a form of godliness with no power, there's mm -hmm. no life in it. And so I think it's a, it's a good place for us to check. Um, you know, it's easy for us to fall into the routines. It's easy for us to fall into just the people we talk to and just things that are easy, right? We default to things that are easy. Mm -hmm. And especially in this area of fellowship, um, we can really, like you were saying, associate with people. Mm -hmm. We can be with a lot of people. We can be busy with ministering to a lot of people and, and delude ourselves <laughs> yeah. uh, that we are in fellowship, but there's no life yeah. that's happening in the middle mm -hmm. of that. 
Um, and so it's a good place for us to check our hearts is, okay, am I actually, am I just doing things and getting burnt out and getting dry and getting bitter? Or am I actually, is there life that's happening here? Because I'm intentionally mm-hmm. in fellowship with people. I'm sharing my life with them. They're sharing their life with me. There's an exchange that happens there. And then I know you referenced, you know, if we walk in the light as he's in the light, then we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. cleanses us from all sin. There's, um, this, there's this cleansing, there's a washing, there's a reinvigorating that happens when the blood of Jesus washes mm-hmm. over us in yeah. the place of fellowship. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to ask a question. I think both of you guys have touched on this. So I just want to ask it directly. Does fellowshipping with someone require friendship with them? No, because I think a lot of times people get into this trap where they're like, um, I'm friends with someone and I really want them to be become really deep in the spirit so we can have fellowship. Mm. And they're like, I, they want to pick the people they fellowship with based on their friends. But those friends might not be willing to go there. Mm. They might not be willing to open that part of themselves. They have no hunger for the Lord. They have no hunger to participate in deep things. They want to exist on the surface. And you'll have a friendship. You'll have an acquaintance. The dream is to have somebody that's a best friend and you fellowship deeply in the Lord. Mm. Hey, you have that in Jesus or the Holy Spirit or, <laughs> or the Father. You have three best friends right there if, if you want that are that you're deep in, fr- in fellowship with. Um, but my thought would be like, you know, they are a little bit of a different category. Yeah. Um, ideally, you'd want to be friends with somebody that you're. you're <laughs> I don't know if that makes yeah, sense yeah. or not. But, and uh, I know there's like a there's a friendship in God that that mm-hmm. supersedes and goes way past mm-hmm. just natural friendship. But I think I'm just talking about like a natural a natural friendship or an affinity for someone, or you have things in common with mm-hmm. them. Yeah, um, I think sometimes we feel like those are the people that we would be drawn and like you said, like try to fellowship with them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Pastor Bob? That's a hard question I know, for me to answer. <laughs> yeah. What came first, the chicken or <laughs> right. the egg, right? The um I think if you have fellowship with someone, you will be friends with them. Hmm. I think fellowship I think pure fellowship will provoke friendship. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think um uh, if the other way around might not actually, mm. if you just are friends with somebody, you might not ever yeah. really have right. fellowship. That's what I was saying about the association thing, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which is also on a church level exactly true too, because we will substitute religion for relationship mm-hmm. and or ministry or, or any kind, anything. And it's a very religious thing, but it's mm-hmm. got no life. Like yeah. you're saying back to the whole life thing. That's where the life of God is the, blood of Jesus. That's where the cleansing, that's where the hope is. Mm-hmm. That's where the promise is. That's where the future is. And we can, like I said, if we substitute, um, if we're willing to substitute something less for that, then we will, will be satisfied with something really less. Mm-hmm. Although I have a sense that our soul will, uh, be yearning for more. Mm. Yeah. Like I think what happens there is you, you know, that that's why I think you can go to a church a long time and then feel like you're your soul is hurting. Yeah. Like you're not, mm-hmm. you're not watered. You're not, uh, you know, washed. You, none of those things are happening um, because you actually have n- prevented yourself from entering into true fellowship. Mm. And I believe that's, if you want fellowship, you're required, you're required to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can't put that on somebody else. No. To do. I think that's really good. What you're saying that a lot of people go to church to be watered. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go there to, to feel that washing of the of mm-hmm. the water. Um, and they may or may not get that from the, the message. And so people mm-hmm. end up leaving disappointed because right. they're like, I'm not getting what I need, but failing to understand that there are other places that the Lord designed for you to be watered mm-hmm. and to be washed and to be encouraged. And that if you're not entering into fellowship, if you're only mm-hmm. looking for that to happen from someone preaching at you on Sunday, you will be end up being completely disillusioned with the church because you've, mm-hmm. you haven't tapped into any of actually the life of the church, which is, um, you pouring out and then pouring into you yeah. on a relational level. Right. You'll dry up. Yeah, you'll you you'll die. You'll be like a die on the vine person. Mm-hmm. You, even though you could be very religious about and faithful, if you will, about going to church. Mm-hmm. But if that's what you're depending on for only the only thing for your watering, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to dry up. Yeah. There's no, there's no two ways about that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, sometimes I think people, we do that sometimes, uh, on occasions in our lives. Yeah. Sometimes there's a season. I just don't believe that you can live that way forever. For, forever <laughs> Cause I think, you know, those seasons have to change and there have to be times when you're bringing, uh, what God's done in your life and the fruit of it into someone else's life. Mm-hmm. And that's not always just miracles, mm-hmm. signs right. and wonders and right. blue flames coming out of my fingers. It's yeah. actually bringing my heart to someone and loving on them and caring for their life and uh, and sh- and uh, sh- walking with them, you know, the mm-hmm. weep with those that weep, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, rejoice with those that rejoice. I mean, there's a entering into that yeah. kind of fellowship mm-hmm. that goes so far beyond just the basics, mm-hmm. and it it ha- it's designed to go beyond. It has to, yeah. Or we we're relegating it to something it's was never designed to be. Yeah, I was as you were saying that I was just thinking the things that will keep people in the Lord are rarely the miracles, signs, wonders, Mm -hmm. and probably not even that often like a certain message that someone preached. They don't don't remember (laughs) those. Right. Right. (laughs) We may remember some, I mean, but uh, not that those are important, but I'm just saying the things that will really keep your life Mm -hmm. are areas of relationship with people, of walking together, of testimony one with another, of encouraging each other, of the love of God going back and forth between individuals. That's really what I see over, um, you know, people who have had longevity in the Lord and longevity in like in a local church. It's not just because the Lord did a bunch of miracles for them. I've seen people who experienced great miracles and did not last very long. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, yeah. because there was no of that. There's no that um, <clears throat> that joining together that happens. The um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. There's the interlocking, I guess yeah. I would say. And you can't depend on just that also right? because the interlocking that goes between yes. us and him right. is um, as as uh, essential and strategic mm-hmm. in this as mm-hmm. the interlocking that goes between us. Absolutely. There because we um, we what we have to bring is that fellowship. Yeah. Right. If if. I mean, that's where we get, that's where, you know, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. That's mm-hmm. where we're comforted with his comfort. That's where, that's where it comes from. <laughs> it's kind of, he's the source. And then uh, to be able to bring that into our relationship, our fellowship together, that's, uh, you know, like I said, you, you can depend on just fellowship this way for a while. Right. <laughs> but that won't work no. because yeah. you won't be, after a while, you're not bringing anything to that fellowship mm-hmm. that you've received from the Lord. And I don't mean the latest scripture you memorized or, you know, uh, things like that. I'm talking about the heart of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're, um, 
we've been really referencing, you know, in Acts 2, um, (laughs) talking about, you know, the early church and they continued in the apostles doctrine in prayer in breaking of bread together and in fellowship, yeah. right? That the, the essential components mm-hmm. really of a church, and that is both the horizontal relationship of breaking bread and fellowship, but mm-hmm. also the vertical of prayer and worship yes. and um, doctrine of yep. teaching mm-hmm. of the word of God. So all of these things are essential for the health of every believer and for the local church, huh. including fellowship, which is interesting that that one, for some reason, most churches are like, have, you know, good on doctrine, <laughs> good on prayer, Pretty good usually on breaking bread together, but fellowship, I'm not sure if that's super high on the priority list all the time. Scarier. It's scarier. It takes time. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of weird people. Well, it know? also takes you breaking. You can't really shield yourself me. as well. Right. right. It takes down breaking our walls, right? Yeah. Like we can't, like you cannot fellowship with somebody and have a wall up in front of your heart. Mm-hmm. It, it does. You know, it's that, right. it, that would be like yeah. you're, you're, you know, you're in a relationship with your husband or wife, and it's like there's always a, an actual brick wall. It's like, oh, right. this is a great relationship. Probably not going to have too many kids in that situation, <laughs> right? right? The brick wall, but, no life but, coming um, there. No. Yes. But like you said, like preaching and worship, and even like how you pray out loud, those could all be fig leaves. Right. That could actually obscure the real you. Yes. Where to have real fellowship, you're like. Man, it would be naked and unashamed. Genesis two twenty four. Oh, you know that's the Garden of Eden. This is the spiritually. This is the original. Spiritually that would naked. be a good cult scripture. Yeah, but anyway, right. no. So yeah, obviously, oh my God. obviously naked before the Word of God. Right. And we're clothed with physical clothing. Yes. We put all our disclaimer. We put our all our disclaimers. You're helping us be running okay. out. Stripping. All the people that wanted to join my Song of Solomon quote oh. cults out there, they no longer are doing that. So. <laughs> you have to be able to be a dork in fellowship like I just was. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's true. And it's a great thing to know people and to be known by them. That's a great I mean, that's like that's like the promise of when God when Jesus returns, like we will know even as we are known. Yeah. Like there's a like he's like, here's your reward. You're gonna know and be known. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like we have yeah. the opportunity to have mm-hmm some of that now with people and to learn how to really walk out the love of God. I think that's one of the, um, the benefits of fellowship is that we learn how to put into practice the love of God and how to receive the love of God. I think also you learn about people. Yeah. You, you learn what's on their heart. Mm-hmm. I won't let the cat out of the bag here on this public announcement, but right before we, uh, you know, basically started recording, you know, Pastor David expressed something in his heart that he really desired in his oh. life. And we prayed with him and it was awesome. Right. But it was it was great because oh, he was wow. um, revealing something that really mattered to his heart. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't happen if we didn't, weren't fellowshipping together. Yeah. And, uh, and actually ha- we're in fellowship, we're in relationship yeah. and uh, could be trusted to care for each other's hearts yeah. and that, but that that's real. That's tangible. That isn't, you know, just uh, some weird little religious flaky kind of thing. No, it's, just, it's real. It's someone's life mm-hmm. and whether or not you will are willing to allow somebody else uh, to be transparent and allow somebody else to carry your heart yeah. Yeah. and not be rejected, not be, you know, uh, look down on or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, we're in fellowship together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
and you have confidence because we are we're all in fellowship with the Father and His Son Jesus yeah. Christ, and so you can trust to some some level people that you're you've walked with for a while that their yeah. their interest is God's interest, and so your soul is relatively secure with them. It's always a, it's always a risk, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, I mean, I think um, what I love about our team is that we do have fellowship. We're not just Hopefully we're not. We're not like hirelings just doing. Oh, we got to do this. And, you know, look, this is our time frame. Like, That's just Mondays. Right. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, because I mean, it's it's tempting to just you know rush to the next uh-huh. thing and be yeah. busy, and that's that's not going to leave too much room for fellowship. Right. So, what are some of the benefits of fellowship that you have that you've seen or experienced? Well, I that's easy for me when I fellowship with you, Liz. Uh, the biggest benefit is like you're a really good cook. No. <laughs> yeah, that is gotcha. Easy. Gotcha. You know, it's the goodness of the Lord. Yeah, taste, taste and see. Taste and see the Lord is good. That is a benefit. <laughs> yes. You should fellowship with people who know how to cook well. Yes. <laughs> There's that's nothing true. wrong with that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I think that is actually so funny. But it's it, it is you know it's okay right we are spirit yeah. soul and body we're right. not just you know if if i only if i invite you to my house um and i'm not allowed to feed you mm-hmm. then you're gonna probably feel a little bit awkward at my house right you know or how about i have a big pile of my wife's chocolate chip cookies mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just think about that for now they just came more yeah and i go and i'm there going you can't have any. <laughs> you like those Corinthians. But, right, just right. Just the Lord's table. <laughs> yes. Just eat yeah. them all before everyone else gets yeah. there. <laughs> you, you came to the Lord's I'm table. So I'm full. <laughs> How come you're the only one that's full? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, so, but seriously, that I think there is a food aspect to, to fellowship, mm-hmm. and which is nice and it's great. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, God gets through to you sometimes. You open up to, um, relationship sometimes more yeah. that way you just you know you're the breaking Your bread is, is well, full so you have to listen to people oh. yeah <laughs> that's a good that one perfect i feel like i've met a lot of pastors that can still talk with their mouth completely full <laughs> yeah. that's funny. you're funny <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Benefits of fellowship. Benefits of fellowship. I mean, on a, on a serious uh, level. Yes. That wasn't um, serious? That was really that was serious. Really, that actually was. Yeah. That was. Yeah. But it was more of like the jolly like benefit yes, of, yes. of uh, fellowship. Okay. But there is kind of a, you know, a harder benefit of the cleansing that you mentioned where yeah. you can actually share when you've fallen short with somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, I mean, I know we confess to God and, and he forgives us, but we confess to our brothers and sisters and we're mm-hmm. healed. You know, we, we confess to a trusted right. person who's able to have mercy on us and minister the fear of the Lord and lead us mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. repentance and give us accountability. And that's huge, man. Like it, you don't want to do that on your own. You don't want to be trying to figure out um, how to dig yourself out of a hole when somebody else has already gotten out of that and yeah. they can help you get out and, and they can really help you get free of things that are corrupting your life and bringing torment into your life. And the Lord wants you to be delivered and he wants you to be free. And, and I've experienced so much, um, freedom and victory just by sharing my struggles with people. And it's not always easy at first, you know, it hurts to do that. Like you're, you're burying your soul a little bit um, or a lot of bit. you know, you're burying yourself um, and you know, something bad could happen to you, but the Lord honors that. And he does bring cleansing through his blood. If you're willing to, to walk in the light and you're known, you don't have to walk in darkness. Yeah. You don't have to be like, nobody knows the real me or they would never listen to me. They would never be friends with me because mm-hmm. they actually know the real you. Mm-hmm. 
And that's a, where do you find that in the world? Like mm -hmm. you don't have to put on a face. That's true. I think there's components of fellowship too. And, so, and actually maybe some of the word in the Greek too, where it, it talks about uh, the Konania. Yeah, that one, <laughs> but it's actually a, a hold, a bearing up with someone. It's a holding, yeah. it's a caring, you know, and I think that's, crazy fantastic <laughs> yeah. benefit yeah. you know where someone's walking with you because you know in fellowship um in real fellowship the person may not have answers for you mm -hmm. this is why if you go to church for an answer or a quick fix that's probably not fellowship yeah that's but what if, google's for right go, we googled it it was <laughs> <Yeah>. great <laughs> siri can tell you exactly how yeah. to fix that but if you're um if you're entering into fellowship then you're actually someone's someone's getting in the yoke with you and they're walking it out with you. And they may not have all the answers. Uh, matter of fact, they may not even be able to lift all the weight off. Yeah. But there'll be enough of a help to um, for you to take the next step. Yeah. And that's a really important thing. Because normally people don't fail in Christianity over just one one event it's usually the long walk yeah. <laughs> where where yeah. the failure happens multiple things coming into issues and drift they drift and there's no one there to like you said to listen and hear you know walk with, walk it out with you and also tell you hey you know don't do that yeah. <laughs> you know and you can receive that a lot more well it's like day and night more from somebody who you know is walking with you and caring for you that's yeah. walked along the road with you and is like, mm -hmm. yeah, don't go, don't walk there because there's a pit. Yeah. Like, you know, but if it was somebody just coming up and you don't know anything about them, you're probably less likely to believe, like, right. there's a big giant pit at the end of the road. And you're like, sure, right. this guy's a wacko. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I know better. We were discussing this subject of fellowship with our school of ministry students. And I'm um, just asking them some of the benefits. And I loved what one of them said. It was Pastor Tim. He said, you know, yeah. he's like, I can only experience God from my perspective, you know, from my place, my mm. experience. He said, so, but when I fellowship, I get to hear who God is from different perspectives. And nice. he said, it gives me a fuller perspective of who God is. It gives me a fuller experience of who he is and how wow. he works and what he's like. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was so great. That like what a good. great benefit of fellowship yeah. that there's no one person that can fully experience all that God is or represent all that he is. But when we come together, we eat, we can get glimpses of different ways that he interacts and we get reminded of the faithfulness of God and we get reminded that he's a provider and we get re yeah. like there's testimony that happens and right. it's just, it's a wonderful thing to come together and to be able to experience God through, um, through the testimony of somebody else. I really like that. When you were saying yeah. that, I, I immediately got this picture of like a big old diamond, which yeah, I've never seen that, one. I think of that's big, actually what he said. Oh, like, really? Yeah, and then like, like when you walk around it, that he did? That's yeah, weird. someone but did, when yeah. You, when you're walking around it, you see it from There's like different the different facets, facets yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. and, and that person is helping you see it from that place. Mm -hmm. Whereas normally you might not walk to go to that place and they go, Hey, Hey, let me show you from here. Yeah. And so it's really, it's very interesting so to me that, that you said that because I was just, I've been asking God, like, what's, what is your glory? Like, how do I understand your glory? And he kept giving me the picture of this huge jewel that's multifaceted. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm multidimensional, multifaceted, like right. heights, depths can't be contained. And, mm. and like, that's what you're seeing in fellowship. Like you're right. seeing yeah. every facet um, and you need fellowship to behold his glory. Cause we, we behold with unveiled face mm -hmm. together. 
Exactly. We all with unveiled face That's behold good. the glory of the Lord, mm-hmm. which right. is this incomprehensibly beautiful Mm-hmm. diamond yeah you know, and that, that's crazy that you said that yeah, yeah. i love that i love Jesus. i love that when you sit and you just start talking about the lord he's so present right like you were saying he comes in he's <laughs> like no invitation <laughs> needed he's there he's <laughs> like that is you start fellowshipping that is the invitation yeah. for him to come and be with you and i love to i just love the um in the word where it says like the Lord like looked and saw those who, who spoke one to another about mm-hmm. him, you know, like there spoke was like, often, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like the, he sees that and yeah. he records that and he loves that, that the, he takes note of the people that, that fear him and that sit and fellowship and mm. discuss who he is. Yeah. You like, know what I, I love about that? <laughs> I also, you know, yeah. when you're saying that all of a sudden I'm on the road to Emmaus, mm-hmm. like it's so weird. And like, there's, I'm thinking these two guys and they're, you know, probably disciples, but they, they've lost sight. Yeah. And then the Lord comes in, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he comes and like, I have this picture, like it's <laughs> yeah. in my living room. Every time I look at it, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, cause how many times I've been on that road and you know, we've all been on that road and, and confused and yeah. not just not knowing, you know, and then all of a sudden he shows it up mm-hmm. and he enters into our fellowship and they were probably going through the fellowship of the suffering there. Mm-hmm right or fear or frustration or yeah. confusion and all that and he came in to walk with them and to help them you know see him more clearly mm-hmm. and then when he talks about it, didn't our hearts like beat mm-hmm. with them they burned yeah. within us and just yeah. like because he was just there with mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. he was just there and um, to me that's such a special component of fellowship mm-hmm. you know Maybe that's why I hung that up in my living room. <laughs> there you go. Like, spot. Yes, the revealed to them in the breaking of the bread. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so amazing. Like he's right there at the table. Yeah. He us, is. You know? And then he, he reveals is. like, this is who I am yeah. through the whole Bible. Like you haven't seen it. Like I'm showing it to mm-hmm. you now. Once again, that view, mm-hmm. you know, we get that view from him also yeah. as well as one another. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's a great thing. You feel it right now, right? Yeah. There's that that <laughs> present and that burning that happens, and that's the yeah. the joy of fellowship is that you leave strengthened and encouraged and inspired and like, yeah, like this is we're 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 walking with him, and there's life in it, and yeah. I have other people with me. Not yeah. alone. We're doing this together. Yeah. You know, like other yeah. people believe this is worth living for, and it's worth dying for, yes. and it's worth giving everything yeah. for. Like that's a that's a phenomenal thing. I think it's it, you get so strengthened by that mm-hmm. and empowered by that, and you know, with Holy Spirit empowering, yeah. Like you really you you strengthen your life. People strengthen your life, mm-hmm. so you can take the next step and you can do it with honor and with uh, integrity and dignity, and and it's not a it's not going down. It's actually going up. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Okay, wherever we went there. Well, like, I know, that's good. That's good well, I want to ask you guys, you know, we've been talking about how what a wonderful thing it, this is, fellowship, and it's such a gift, and it's such a an essential component of the life-giving um, church. I want to ask you, what are some of the things that um, hinder us or keep us from fellowshipping or from even wanting to fellowship? Hmm. Or to be, to be this, in this fellowship. Is, this is going to be like, oh. I know, I know. It's bad. Why do you have to call me I out know. on this? Um, <laughs> selfishness. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Selfishness. I can make it religious too. You know, I can go, well, I really like spending my time with me and God, right. which that's nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm unwilling to spend the time with someone else. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I, I yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That yeah. Is. I mean, I, did I put it out there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, 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 maybe I, I can know. sterilize a, that a little better for somebody. It's, it's for me. It's you know complete arrogance. Like yeah, I have nothing. I don't want to fellowship with them. I don't have you know, like I, I don't relate to these people on a friendship level. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's like oh, you know, nobody sees the world the way I do. Nobody's like me there. Uh, you know, I don't have any best friends there. Like. And it's like, it's all something that he gives, but we keep ourselves aloof because we have our own areas. Mm -hmm. Like we have like our own wheelhouse that we want to dwell in and we'll fellowship with so many other things. He's like, Mm. you'll share a table with demons, but (laughs) not the Lord. That's a first Corinthians 10 and 11. And it's way easier for us to share a table with the world Mm. and share a table with something that's like, Oh, this is advancing my ambitions. This is, this is stirring up my senses, my emotions, my interests. Mm-hmm. I want to fellowship with my interests. I don't want to reveal and like, I want. I don't want to hear somebody else's interests. <laughs> it is selfishness and, right. and yeah. arrogance. And it's like, it is worldliness. Yeah. And it says like, if anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. And it's like, well, why don't we want to love people with the father's love? Well, because we love the world. We can't wait to get out of fellowship and get to the next thing that's that's in the world, the next thing on our schedule, the next thing that's like, ooh, that would be great. I can't wait to get to Guardians of the Galaxy 3D <laughs> and be alone in the movie theater. Is it in 3D? That's amazing. <laughs> I'm out of here. I actually, I actually got to go alone at 8.30 at night wow. to, after the kids oh, went to sleep. Wow. That was wasn't fellowship. It wasn't. Lord. It was so good, man. Uh, but yeah. I definitely wasn't. In, it's like, And I did actually invite a friend to go with me. Wow. I didn't want to. You didn't. But invite. I was actually trying to establish a fellowship with that. But fortunately, he couldn't come. I'm just, kidding. I'm just being honest. Like I'm just being honest with you guys. But you didn't. Um, you didn't invite me. No, 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 I would have went. No, you were too busy ministering. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. guilt, guilt trip. I was too busy. Trip. You were too busy counseling the flock of God. Yes, that was uh, it. That but was I, it. I believe it's like our, we're being led by our interests yes. and our, yeah. our emotions rather than believing the promise that fellowship is where the blessing is commanded. And where there's joy, mm-hmm. there's complete joy. Mm. That's just yeah. me. Yeah, I don't know about you, Liz. Yeah, what hinders you? I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that sharing the you know the the table of with demons. Yeah, <laughs> like wow. We'll do another podcast. I just threw that. Holy macro, that's a good one too. <laughs> the thought that came to my mind is if you share a table with demons, you'd probably be sharing the bed with them too. Oh wow! <laughs> Woo! That was okay. for somebody out there. I my don't table know of demons in my mind was Little Caesars pizza, like, but but you took it to the sexual area. So. No, I was just thinking about eating pizza in bed. <laughs> you were wow. probably. Yeah. This is why I don't fellowship with people because they're so weird. The pure, <laughs> to the pure, all things are pure. <laughs> no, Baseball game, Little Caesars, <laughs> laying in bed. With the demons. Okay. With the demons. Hey, wow. you guys comfortable? <laughs> Have some more pizza. <laughs> Okay. Oh, well, wow. um, yeah. Wow. We just went off the rails on that one. I loved it. Yeah, okay. that'll hinder fellowship. That well, works. that will definitely hinder fellowship. If you have enough friends somewhere else, you don't need any more. I guess. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm not even sure where to go wow, from here. There, there, but yeah. I have. I have a <laughs> He'll bring forth life, all right. Yes. His little demon. I'll just lives. say. I think one of the things that really hinders fellowship is that people don't want 
to uh, be vulnerable with other people. I think that's uh, I think that's a big hindrance of fellowship. I think yes, there's the time, <laughs> there's the selfishness that we all deal with, but I think ultimate not ultimately, but I think another thing is that when you come together with people to actually be willing to like here here's my here's my soul on display, and that's a that's a risky place has great reward, but it is a it is a step of faith, you know. So I think that's a place where people struggle. I've struggled there. It's easy to be the person for me who like, yes, tell me all of your things and I'll just sit and listen and mm -hmm. you know, all that. But it's harder for me to go the other way <laughs> to open myself up and be like, well, here's, yeah. here's my life, you know, whatever mm -hmm. you want to think about that. So I think those are some struggles you think? We, all, <laughs> we all deal with, but yeah. the benefits far, far outweigh the, the risks yeah. and even the, the losses that happen there sometimes. Uh, one more mm. question to close out here. How can people engage in fellowship if they don't currently have that in their life? Give someone some practical. My, my first thought popping to my head is engage with fellowship with the Lord first uh -huh. and let the Lord direct you to fellowship with people. That's good. Because he'll be like, he'll actually highlight people that he's like, hey, you could reach out to this person. You could go to this church. You could join this ministry. You could start serving here. Uh, one of the best ways to to gain fellowship is start serving with people in a ministry and mm -hmm. you'll become great friends with them. You'll have mm -hmm. great fellowship with them. But I think you have to establish your openness and your vulnerability with God. Yeah. You have to get to know him let him, let him get vulnerable with you. Let him reveal mm. something to you about his heart, how he feels about his bride. And then you might, you might stop bashing his bride. You might be like, oh, I should get to, I should get to know her, you know? And then, but if you're not in fellowship with him, you're not going to care about the things that he cares about. Why would you, you know, that's like the transforming effect of fellowship with the Holy spirit. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. Um, practical advice. Um, don't have an agenda when you go to fellowship oh. with somebody like it's okay to just not have an agenda, your own agenda to, like I'm going to cover this. I, you know, I, I have to have this to share. What if or, you need them to volunteer for a ministry? You, you can do that some other oh, day. Okay. <laughs> but, but uh, really, I mean, if you don't have an agenda, if you just go and just be with the person mm -hmm. and see what see what happens. Just like I said, you're talking about someone who's not fellowshipping mm -hmm. and wants to break the ice. <laughs> I think that's one of the issues. Is like, oh, what do I have to offer that person? Do we have anything in common? Do well, you know, actually, if you're both Christian, you probably have something in common. Mm -hmm. Just saying, but but is that really? Um, you know, if you go with that expectation, like, oh, wow, if I don't have this or that, or this person is really good into this thing, like they're, they're a really good musician and I'm don't do music. Like, mm. oh, what do I, what do I have? I have nothing in common with that person. Mm, yeah. If you go with that kind of um, negative expectation, you, or if you allow that negative expectation in your heart, you probably won't ever fellowship with the, with that person. Mm -hmm. Why not just hey, they're in they're in your life, they're in your church, they're in your sphere. Just like hey, can we get together? I mean, it doesn't have to be a big thing either. And yeah. I think also uh, try not to bite off more than you can chew. Why not make it something simple? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, it's not like, okay, I want to fellowship with you. So I have to spend all day with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let's go on a trip together. Let's go on a trip. Yeah. <laughs> let's go on a vacation together. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing bad could ever happen to that. But, it, but hey, uh, come on over 
Let's have, hey, let's just have some coffee. Just yeah. chat. Coffee's a good one. You can leave early if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I think, like I said, I'm, I'm talking to someone now, you asked, yeah. to help break the ice. Like, right. tell them, hey, you know, I, I got a half an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, you might be surprised. That might turn into a lot more. But, yeah. you know, give them a specific yeah. time because that's the whole selfishness thing and I don't have, you know, all that. So you're helping going over those kind of uh, road uh, blocks. Yeah. It's like, how do you step over there? you know, with something real. Mm-hmm. And that I would say, yeah, give it, uh, don't make your expectations be, I'm go- like I said, I'm, we're going to go on a four week <laughs> hike together. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> you know, oh, we're going to climb Mount Everest together. Like, yeah. no, I'm not doing that. Okay. I'm going on a uh, quarterly ministry retreat. Right, a like quarterly <laughs> ministry retreat. No. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think <laughs> I'm sure you have better. I, no, I just think, you know, I think you said this, David, like just you need to be the one to take the initiative. Mm-hmm. Don't get offended that no one's inviting you to fellowship. <laughs> just mm-hmm. invite them. Be the yeah. one to initiate. It's OK. Yeah. Yep. Like everyone's everyone's had to do that. It's a good thing. It's a, it's OK. Doesn't don't let like rejection settle in your heart or any of those things. Just like, no, I'm going to invite people because I want people in my life. And so I'm going to take the initiative to to have that and to invite them into my life and to just be normal and be so. friends and it's okay and guess what you can ask them real questions you know it's like i i don't like small talk and so that's not for me but it's like hey what's like yeah. what's what's kept you in your walk with the lord right. you know just like just it's okay just to go deep with them and don't doesn't have to be weird just mm-hmm. yeah. ask people about their walk with the lord and yeah. and you'll be surprised how quickly it develops and i know one of the things that i've heard so much is like, you know, we're in the fellowship hall. It's like, well, I don't know how to start a conversation. It's so awkward to go start a conversation. And I finally told someone, I was like, look, most of the time, people don't remember how the conversation started. No, they just yeah. remember what they got out of it. Mm-hmm. So even if it starts awkwardly, it's okay. Because once you get into it, it'll be fine. That's great. So don't worry about the start. Just, just do it. Yeah, and anybody else out there who's having a hard time maybe just starting, just call Liz. <laughs> Uh, you want me to give you your phone number? No. <laughs> and, uh, give you some tips she, for the, she, for the introverts be, among us. Right, she'll be willing to like, you know, drop everything and fellowship with you at any time. I know she's like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it'll be great. Yeah. Just bring good food. We'll have a Cheese good time. Cheese and, you know, it's good stuff. Little Caesars. Little Caesars. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to thank you guys for joining us today and go fellowship. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.